0: Hello, cryptid loving listeners. As a friendly reminder from us here at the Don't Touch My Sasquatch podcast, we frequently make crude jokes, sprinkle our sentences with naughty words, and discuss mature content.
1: Most of which may not be appropriate for all age groups. Listener discretion is advised. Now, please enjoy. <laughs> he aimed his gun at the craft. Thank God. <laughs> and opened up a nibbinemon. <laughs> <laughs> you open up a
0: banana first. <laughs> Gotta have a good snack to get yourself, you know, <laughs> ready to go for this fight. Right.
1: Gotta have that potassium so he doesn't cramp up on am So going squatching. We're going squatching, bitches. Welcome back, you beautiful bastards. This is Don't Touch My Sasquatch Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Josh.
0: And you... Yeah? You may know me (laughs) as (laughs) long as you know. You scared me. You may... No? You're welcome.
1: We explore controversial topics with energy and sometimes a good laugh. We're two guys that have a love and passion for these topics, things you may have heard of, but don't know the full stories of yet. We're here to tell you those stories... Share our opinions and let you come to your own conclusions. Or just believe ours. We'll do the research so that you don't have to. Keep your minds open to the possibilities that things may not always be as they appear.
0: I did a thing. Sold!
1: Arizona has been a big part of the UFO narrative since it came into existence. The first good picture of a UFO was taken there by William Rhodes in 1947. Then... There was the UFO crash in a place called Dreamy Draw three months after the Roswell incident. And the UFO is allegedly buried under a dam, which is still in operation to this day. Could no it be? Oh, shit.
0: Could it have been? Let's go
1: dig it up. All right. You have the first recorded abduction in 1975 of Travis Walton, episode 15. And you have the Phoenix Lights in 1997. Lastly, you have Stardust Ranch. Similar to that of Skinwalker Ranch and the Bradford Ranch, Stardust Ranch has had its fair share of unexplained occurrences. One thing Stardust Ranch is known for, though, is its many tales of alien encounters. In this two-part series, we will tell the experiences of John and Joyce Edmund on their journey Mm -hmm. on Stardust Ranch. So sit back, enjoy, and let's dive into Stardust Ranch, part one. Great, Stardust Ranch.
0: <laughs> Beautiful. Oh man. Hey, can I just side note? Please real quick. do it. I didn't realize that. Um, I'll grab
1: a drink before I do a lot. Of straight talking. up
0: looks like Captain Captain Caveman behind you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sure does.
0: Look at that some bitch. Captain <laughs> Caveman and son. <laughs> I'm gonna
1: have to get that motherfucker a club now. <laughs>
0: Good one. Um, all right, so we're
1: gonna kick this off. Have you heard of outside of us talking about <laughs> it? <laughs> <laughs> I
0: feel so cold out. <laughs>
1: Have you heard of Stardust Ranch before? I've heard of Bradford Ranch. <laughs> okay, okay, you've only heard of Stardust Ranch. Yeah. From what we've talked about, yeah, which is just that I'm doing Stardust Ranch. We today. talked about it. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, what was Skinwalker? <laughs> well, that's where. Never uh, heard of that one.
1: Uh oh, you know that new real quick? Yeah. We got a lot to talk about here. Okay. You know that new Josh Gates series I've, I've been telling you about, and I can't remember the name of it right now?
0: Destination X. Yeah, that's it. Which stands for 10. 10. a <laughs> <laughs>
1: amount of shows he's been on. Um, they had this, they were looking for skinwalkers, long story short. They passed a hitchhiker that looked like it had a fucking goat legs, turned the car around, came back, and it was gone. No trace of it.
0: Fuck. Yeah. The whole way back they're screaming, John, Jim, Bob, Sue. <laughs> Scooby Doo, <laughs>
1: <laughs> as a goat too. All right, so let's get into this. John Edmonds, a psycho John Edmonds, a psychiatric counselor, who moved to Arizona in his early thirties, where he opened. He was a psychiatric counselor who moved to Arizona in his early thirties, where he opened up a practice. Mm-hmm. This is where he met his wife, Joyce. Joyce worked in a clerical capacity at the Arizona. Headquarters of the FBI. Mm-hmm. In the mid-90s, John became tired of the city life and decided to make a change. For both of them, of course. Yep. He and Joyce would move out to a rural Arizona, to a rural Arizona, or to rural Arizona, in an that. attempt to, for John to realize his dream of owning a ranch and horses. He contacted a realtor, and this is where the legend of Stardust Ranch Commences. I wrote begin, but I wanted to use a big word. So, (laughs) early days. (laughs) To use a big word. (laughs) Yes. So, the early days were riddled with some high strangeness, I guess we would call it. Okay. Um, So, because, but we're going to start with uh, them buying the house, how about that? Sure. Uh, Because of the limitations of what they could afford with their budget, Mm -hmm. the realtor was limited to showing them a couple ranches in the county of Buckeye. Roughly 45 minutes west of Phoenix. Okay. The realtor showed them a ranch that John deemed
0: perfect.
1: The main house was 3,500 square foot. Big house. Five bedrooms, three baths, huge living room, giant kitchen, (laughs) which he states in the book would be perfect for Joyce. And she was delighted.
0: That's a... Sexist bastard, right? That's a little dated, (laughs) if you ask me.
1: It had an in-ground pool and 10 acres of land where he could have horses and dogs and large stable. In the back, that would accommodate 20 or so horses.
0: What about chick- Everything he needed. What about fuck, chickens?
1: Fuck chickens, all right? Chickens are tiny. They can just go wherever they want. You goats? Know? Goat man of Tennessee. <laughs> Sheep. <laughs> <Bah>. <laughs> I don't know goats anymore. I, after I don't know goats anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as close with them as I'd like to be. <laughs>
1: <laughs> after that episode of Top Gear... <laughs> I, I just, I,
0: I can't look at them the I cannot associate with their kind. <laughs> so called out he things. Right, Christ.
1: So the price was extremely low for the amount of house they were getting. Yep. The realtor kept calling it the deal of a lifetime. Great. And that it was the current owner's vacation home, which was why the house was completely furnished from kitchen to bath. Everything was there. The thing about wanting something really bad and having it put right in front of you is that you don't ask questions. Mm-hmm. All of your discernment goes away. Joyce wasn't thrilled about the place. That was a large spit. <laughs> um, she wasn't thrilled about the place and had a bad feeling right from the get-go. A bad but feeling as, about this. as she did. The, the whole fucking time they lived there, all I kept listening to was, Joyce didn't have a good feeling about this, and she really wanted to move, but I didn't want to argue, so blah, blah, blah. It's like,
0: okay, we get it. She didn't. Yeah. She just wanted to be there. She, she didn't but, like it. <laughs> I don't know what it is. But I don't like it.
1: But after talking, they decided to buy it. Mm. Uh, He mentions multiple times throughout the book that she was uneasy about the place and that he, looking back, was too stubborn and Joyce's intuition was right, as we will see as everything unfolds over the next two episodes.
0: She is smart.
1: Well, just intuition. Listen to your intuition, people. Yes. So the contract was signed and he put his entire life savings into it. Oh. Good choice. Yeah. A month later, they packed up all their belongings into a rental truck and moved into their new house. He unlocked the gate door and drove down the laneway, feeling like a kid in Christmas morning.
0: Oh, boy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, goody, goody. <laughs> What's going to be in the house? Well, when he opened the front door and walked inside the house, they were both startled to find that all of the furniture was still sitting in the house. Everything.
0: I mean, is it a bonus? Like, is that is that good? You don't have well, to pay for gonna, shit. We're going
1: to find out, aren't we? Uh, well, if you didn't already have all your own shit, where are you going to put that
0: stuff? I mean, if it's shittier, you sell whatever's shittiest. <laughs> Keep Well, shit. This guy's got a sectional with a giant-ass leg rest, and I just have a piece of shit love seat. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this thing. It's falling apart. Look at right? it. It's <laughs> immaculate. <laughs> Keep that some of a bitch. Um,
1: everything was there from kitchen appliances to the TVs.
0: Fucking uh, sold. <laughs>
1: I know. I wouldn't be so pissed off about it. This guy's got a 4K <laughs> Roku TV. Well, 1997, I don't think that existed, but yeah, That's yeah. why it's fancy. <laughs> Fantastic. It's from the future. Woo! Everything was there that was from the show. Okay. With all the content still in the house, they had nowhere to put their stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, they rented a truck, and it cost extra, obviously, to hold the truck for another day while they figured out what the fuck to do with all the stuff. Yep. So frustrated and worried that the family ha- may have changed their mind, John called the realtor. The realtor, in disbelief, suggested they go to town, have lunch, just kill time. So yeah. they went to lunch. They went to a movie. He said he- they saw Mission Impossible, for a reference of what time that is. Beautiful, beautiful. Came back. It's pretty good. Um, in about three, four hours. They came back in the evening. I don't know how many hours that was. They said they left in the morning and came back in the evening. Mm-hmm. Um, while the... Realtor would try to solve the issue. Mm-hmm. They returned in the evening, and to their surprise, everything was gone in the house. It was wow. no, but it was no small job, and they were surprised that the realtor was able to pull it off, as that would be a large task. Yeah, A 3,500 square, 3, <laughs> <000, laughs> 3, square foot house, fully furnished, yeah. all gone in a matter of a half day. That's, That's pretty cool. Pretty dope. Fire <laughs> off Got yourself a goddamn deal, sir. Must be making a lot lot of money. Fucking
0: move anything.
1: (laughs) Uh, They decided to unpack the truck in the morning and they would just pull out mattresses so they could just spend the night there and kind of rest up for the night. Mm -hmm. But before going to bed, John decided to take a walk around the property to check it out. Mm -hmm. When he went out back and turned on the light, to his surprise, there in the dry in ground pool was everything that was in the house when they arrived. The fuck? Why would whoever came to move everything Put it in the pool If they didn't want the stuff They surely could have sold it And made some money off it Or just donated it just Anything other than putting it in the fucking pool the fuck?
0: <laughs> Yeah it's normal it, Hey I would do it Where should we put the stuff I don't know there's a big ass garbage can out there guys <laughs> it's <laughs> Yeah, It's fucking huge <laughs> Fucking dumpster This place is cool <laughs>
1: But well, what he was saying is it took more effort to put it in the pool than it would just to take it out front into a fucking oh, for truck. Sure, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so as John and Joyce, huh? <laughs> I'm going to read this line as I wrote it. All right. As John and Joyce, and as they stared. Beautiful, beautiful. As John and Joyce stared in disbelief at the contents of the pool, John called the realtor back. He stated that he didn't know what did this and what.
0: And that he wasn't able to reach the previous owner. So it wasn't them. He called him. He's like, he called him, he's like uh, yeah, I don't know how to tell you this, but this is somehow worse than before. <laughs> he goes, yeah. I don't know what you did, but this is worse.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he said he couldn't get a hold of anybody. He didn't call anybody to remove the stuff. It just, the, the owner's landline was not in working order. The previous owner's landline. Yeah. was not in working order anymore. So he was just as baffled. Uh, cool. John exclaimed that he, oops, ha, huh, I skipped a line. Mm-hmm. I said, none of that. Oh, He stated that they had real... The my- realtor stated that he had some really nice stuff there for free, as Lennon did. John exclaimed that he had his own stuff, and what was he supposed to do with, the pool, with a pool full of furniture and appliances? The realtor's response was, John, it's not my problem anymore. You paid cash for the house, your house, your problem.
0: I see this as a win win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unless that stuff was shitty.
1: I he didn't specify he said it was really nice stuff that was worth probably about ten thousand dollars in nineteen ninety seven. So whatever there that is. There you go. Now.
0: Well, with our shitty ass inflation, that's probably quite a bit.
1: And he even said um that in hindsight he should have not even called the realtor for he didn't give a shit and just should have called a salvage team or someone to come and buy it and he probably could have made the money off it. Of. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he was worried that the owners made a mistake and wanted to make sure. He was doing the right thing, all right? He's a good Good, man. Good good guy. Good man. So over the next week, they removed everything from the pool and put it out by the road for people to take. Mm -hmm. For free, still. Now let's start getting to really some fun stuff. Now, Uh, the incident with the contents of the house left John out of sorts. And it dawned on him that there are aspects to living in a remote location that he had not accounted for. Specifically, safety. So John bought a gun. This he is—he was not a—he uh, was not a gunman. This was his first gun he bought, and this was the first of many guns he would purchase since lo- moving into Stardust Ranch, mm-hmm. which apparently they moved out of in 2022, mm-hmm. um, after a long time of trying to sell it for about since the 2010s. Really? But that's for later. Yes, let's not skip ahead.
0: Uh, real quick, absolutely Stardust Ranch. Uh, nine out of ten points for a dope ass name.
1: I know. I think he came up with it too.
0: Like I want
1: I think. A, a, I don't know who came up with it. It wasn't called that when they moved in though.
0: Yeah. I want like a big piece of property someday. Mm-hmm. Like whether it's a big house or a house on a bunch of land.
1: You want to call it commune ranch, don't you? So I can name it.
0: <laughs> yeah. You
1: can name this place. Shit this apartment. Hole. <laughs> <laughs> this apartment's
0: called shithole. <laughs> Welcome to my shithole. Ah fuck. We can't have the same name as my dog be the apartment name. <laughs>
1: That's not nice. Brocky, Brocky is not bad.
0: Hey, no, he does. He's a never-ending. Uh, he's a never-ending sh- pile of shit coming out of him.
1: <laughs> he is. I don't have to deal with that though. I just have to deal with I, my nickname for him is Red Rocket. Ah, so he's an excited boy. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> you uh, well. I I do love him. He's, a, he's a kind very, soul, <laughs> he's a very happy dog, and that's unusual. Not unusual. <laughs> he's so unusual. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to move on. Moving the dog on. is great. I love Rocky. Someone's got it. Sometime during the second month on the ranch, when Joyce was at work, John saw someone start walking down the laneway while he was walking outside. Or working outside, not walking outside. Uh-huh.
0: Hey, buddy! <laughs> Private property.
1: This man wore a military-style shirt with sleeves cut off, dirty jeans, black work boots, yellow teeth, two-week-old... I think he said like two-week salt-and-pepper scruff, mangy hair. Basically, he looked like a hobo Willie Nelson.
0: All right. (laughs) Let's see where it's Um, going.
1: So they walked towards each other, met about 10 feet apart at the laneway.
0: (laughs) Just slow motion running.
1: (laughs) And what caught John's attention the most was the fact that this hobo Willie Nelson was carrying a 24-inch machete. In his hand. Unsheathed. God damn. (laughs) Yeah. That would scare anybody, okay? IDO, neighbor. What the fuck (laughs) is this guy doing? As I said, they both came to a stop 10 feet apart. And John said, can I help you? I live here, Hobo Willie Nelson explained. (laughs) (laughs) I never got a name, so that's just Hobo Willie Nelson now. Beautiful, beautiful. He pointed with his machete into the distance towards a shack in the back. I didn't mean to rhyme that, but I like it. John looked behind him and assumed he meant the shack in the back. <laughs> uh, about 25 yards from the main house. He said, I'm sorry. I don't have an arrangement with you. Did the previous owners allow you to live on the land? John asked. Hobo Willie Nelson's response was chilling to say the least. He said, I kill the monsters. Uh, <coughs>
0: Welcome, so to the cool. <laughs> Welcome to the neighborhood. Welcome to the neighborhood.
1: <laughs> I kill this the monsters. so good. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's fucking go. <laughs> Where's the champion. He's, he's eh? um, John became impatient and said, I don't know what arrangements you had with the previous owner, but I do not want you living here. I slay the monsters <laughs> on this property, bitch. <laughs> he gave, Hope Willie Nelson gave him a sharp look, and he said, you're going to regret that, and turned <laughs> and walked away, never to be seen again. No oh, shit, he's gone. <laughs> he's gone. Oh, but Willie Nelson just gave him the warning. Of, there's monsters on this ranch, and you're going to regret that machete boy over here isn't
0: here. You're going to want me and this fucking blade around next. To, once you see what comes crawling out of them woods, it looks he, like the Tasmanian <laughs> devil, and he goes. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> fucking pizazz. pizazz. Well, there's a lot of shit at this ranch. So Beautiful. <clears throat> you can Fuck me. almost name it, and it's there. Yeah. Let's try.
0: Okay. Oh, name. um, name one. Poltergeist. Yes. Uh, Chupacabra. Okay. All right. We're getting a little crazy. <laughs> a little crazy.
1: <laughs> okay. Point proven I'm wrong. Not, not everything. Baby though. Who knows?
0: <laughs> He's a crazy man. <laughs> 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 Almost everything. Okay. Uh, but it, it's a, it's got, yeah. It's got a lot of stuff. It's got a lot of stuff. I get the point.
1: From Poltergeist to Aliens to Bigfoot to the Michelin Man. To spring here, Jack.
0: Wait, really? Yeah, 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 Oh, it's going to be that's cool. That's going to be part two, though. Oh, that's why you took a picture the other day. Yeah.
1: I told you he was in there. When we talked about Stardust Ranch, remember? I told you we
0: talked about it. You didn't <laughs> listen to me.
1: So in keeping with the home's defense theme, John decided they needed a landline phone. This is
0: 97. Landline makes sense.
1: Yeah, and they had cell phones too. So, but that was the early days of cell phones.
0: Yeah, had the, the fucking, fucking big blocks. Right? right? Hold a brick up oh. here. <laughs> a, yeah, you forgot the antenna. <laughs> That's
1: true. I remember my mom's little flip phone. It had like this big, thick flip phone, flip, that flip phone, and then this little, like, little thing just went. Ding.
0: Yeah, and all oh. all it was was the key, just to protect the keys. It wasn't yeah. it had no purpose other than to keep the keys. <laughs> Got to keep those keys protected. The right? The numbers, I should say.
1: Always practice safe keying always (laughs) that's a good one i like it anyways john decided they need a landline okay what i said all of that one of the strange things about the house was that it had 30 or so phone lines ah he didn't know why never asked why didn't come up in the uh house walk through and he never thought to you know ask because why would you yeah so john called a local phone company southwest bell Shout, Shout out. Sub- <laughs> subsidiary of ATT. Shout out again. <laughs> and set up an appointment for the next day. The next day came. John set aside a block of time, as we all know how that works. A little hiccup. It was a cute hiccup, and then I had a little vomit in my mouth. <laughs> Did you say it was a cute hiccup? Yeah, I have those little cute things. You know, hiccup
0: <laughs> It was Ooh-hoo, a cute hiccup, me. and then there was a little bit of vomit. <laughs>
1: Uh, if you watch watching on YouTube, you get to see the moment of vomit.
0: Like, oh, that's disgusting. Slow motion. <laughs> yeah.
1: So he set a block of time. Yeah. Because they give him a block of time. So he had to set yep. a block of time. time. Jesus yep. Christ, Josh. Everyone's had a house call. <laughs> Thank you. I can't, I can't do it. Because I'm, I'm really just stalling because I lost my spot. Uh,
0: I pulled a line. He in. did that thing.
1: All right. The first appointment, it came and went, and no one showed. Mm-hmm. He waited until the end of the day and called them annoyed.
0: (laughs) You're annoyed. (laughs) He called them annoyed. I get it. It's a little play on words there. Fucking English language.
1: (laughs) The person on the other line apologized profusely and set up another appointment for three days out. Well, three days later, once again, nobody came. John, extremely annoyed now, called and this time asked for a manager. He pulled a Karen Yes, he did. I don't know what it was called back then, but nowadays it's a Karen. A pleasant female voice picked up the line.
0: Ghostbusters, what do you want?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And John told his story once again about people not coming in. This time, nope. After a second of clicking away at the keyboard, she spoke. This time, not in her customer service voice, but in a sort of, I'm going to level with you voice. (laughs) Yeah, it's always a good time. She explained that the servicemen were subcontractors and that if a serviceman takes the work order, they have no real way to follow up if they fulfill the work order. John stated his displeasure with the system and she agreed with it, but stated they'd never had an issue in the past and, in her matter-of-fact voice, she told him the problem was his address. It, is, has, it has a bad reputation and none of the contractors wanted to go out to it. She stated that they were scared to go to the house, but she assured him that in the next week, someone would be out to the house. She told him that she would call him back in two hours. Hmm. Two hours came and went, and no one called. John, very agitated.
0: This guy's like, I can't fucking win. <laughs> I know.
1: Called them back and tried to talk to her again yeah. to sort some shit out. But no one had heard of a woman of that name working for Southwest Bell. Perplexed, he decided to go and let himself cool off for a couple days.
0: They said, there is no Dana, only Zool.
1: <laughs> Keep that in mind. Yes. The next day, to his surprise, a service van showed up to his house. John watched this little man nervously get out of the truck, look around, and about 15, 20 seconds later, he shuffled up to the door. Door. Not to the door. To the door. Door.
0: That's John? what people see when I show up to their <laughs> house.
1: No, you're not a little fat man that shuffles to the door. Come on. And what do you got going today? <laughs> but you got to look scared.
0: Okay, no, I've into freaky fucking houses.
1: <laughs> Have you? Yeah. I would love to talk about it. Yeah. Anything uh, paranormal
0: happened to you? Um, Honestly, none that sticks out in my head, but I. As an electrician, there's many times, most of the time, mm-hmm. panels are in the basements. So I always have, to, I've gone down in so many different basements with no lights or one light working. Creepy or dolls. Creepy dolls. It's I've I've been in the gauntlet of basements from the nicest finished basements you could see in your life to ones where it's a crawl space with no light underneath and they have shit storage stored down there and a
1: couple of dead mice, a dead body. I've seen
0: worse. Raccoons. It's been raccoons in basements. I've had a raccoon in an attic that I was in one time. Alive or dead? Alive. It was running around up there. Motherfucker. Uh, there was score squir- there was a squirrel that jumped at me one time. Like it crawled up this the people shit in their fucking attic there. Jesus. And it jumped at me and I went, ha! <laughs> and I moved out of the way and <laughs> I matrixed fucking- it, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I-, I seriously fucking dodged that shit. And I was like, they got a problem that they need to address. <laughs> <laughs> Sir,
1: ma'am, uh your Electricity isn't working because you got squirrels in the attic chewing on the fucking lines. <laughs>
0: yeah, they're, yeah. Some the fun shit, sorry. That wasn't paranormal, that was just... <clears throat> <clears throat> that
1: was just a great story of a squirrel <laughs> trying to face-fuck you. That was
0: recently, that was like uh, two, two, three months ago.
1: Did, did he at least, like, try to take you to dinner before
0: he face-fucked you? Uh, he tried, but I said... Bring <laughs> I don't it, want your nuts. I said, bring out your wife. <laughs> <laughs> bring
1: out your wife. Oh, man, so he was by bi- curious so John not let me. him in, not the squirrel. We're back to the story. Okay. And directed him to where he wanted the phone line. Yeah. stare. <laughs> Trying to start a little small talk, John started to uh, uh, state that he had just bought the property and he heard that there was some concern about coming out for a service call. <laughs> the little man looked at him and said, so you don't know about the house history. <sighs> this is getting good. And then he gave John a quick history lesson. About 90 minutes, he said. <laughs> well, we're going to just cut that down. We're going to cut that down a bit to four bullet points. All yep. right? Main house was built in 1977 by a man who built it for a surprise for his wife. Okay. Nice thing to do. His wife, though, stated she, ha- she would never live there. And if he forced her to live there, she would divorce him. Mm-hmm. They did somehow end up living there. And a short time after, true to her word, she ended up leaving him. <laughs>
0: She surprised. She
1: told him, "Here's your house. I don't like the house. I'll divorce you for friend. it." <laughs> what
0: The fuck. You know that's why the Taj Mahal was created. I do. Okay. End of discussion. Oh, Okay. you <laughs> yeah, anything else? Uh,
1: yes. Oh no. Tell me more. Tell me more. The next owner was an off-track betting organization, which explained all the phone lines. Oh, okay. Thucker and Thuckertath. This wasn't enough, though. As they ended, and that it ended, they extended their business to prostitution and added a brothel to the property. Uh, This went on for a while until the whole thing was shut down for good reason. Wow. (coughs) Wow. 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 Wow, indeed. I'm having a lot of clear throats today. The next owners were supposedly the sons of Gestapo. Uh, They were allegedly the ones who derailed the Sunset Limited Amtrak train in the middle of the desert. It was never proven they were never heard of before that they were never heard of after that but they were suspected as they were alleged sorry they were suspected as they were alleged to have left notes at the crash scene huh crazy crackers with guns and bibles that wanted to live communally co- communally almost immediately qualified for government surveillance at the time his words not mine yep <laughs> A little disclaimer there yeah It stinks of a cover up, but that's another story. Long story short, they were pinned into the ranch by an assault team. The Sons of Gestapo would not be questioned, and a gunfight ensued where multiple were killed and then they were never heard from again.
0: Gotcha. Um, Sons of Gestapo was a group. I thought you were talking about that the people who moved in were actually sons of Gestapo members <laughs> this whole time. I'm like, man, so this must've been like the fifties or something then at <laughs> this time. No, so. this is definitely a group. Sons of Gestapo. I have not heard of them.
1: I have not either. And uh, apparently there's question if they even existed, or if they were a uh, excuse. Okay. But you know, Sorry. again, I don't know the story that well. Cause he briefly discussed it and I just, tuned out because I was like, well, this has nothing to do with your ranch, buddy. I just want to know. uh, (laughs) Hey,
0: buddy, get to the good stuff. There's a lot of times
1: where I was just thinking like,
0: all right, that was a
1: 20 minute detour for no reason. Kind of like (laughs) our podcast.
0: Oh, sorry. Detour
1: Sasquatch. (laughs) So the next family was a Mexican family who started a cattle operation that ran successfully for a couple years. But they were struck with tragedy when their son on the day of his high school graduation put a shotgun to his mouth and blew his head off. Once again, more blood on the ranch. Those are the only families he discussed. There's obviously another family after that yeah. that they bought it from, but or maybe a couple. I have no clue, but so those are the
0: ones. Apart from, like, the light. Um, and that was a brief life. overview, by the way. Okay. They went into more details. Gotcha. I was like, I just. Well, you know. apart from, like, the light cult activity, mm-hmm. there's not really much that would make a service technician not want to go there.
1: Yeah. Uh
0: I mean... I think it's all the rest oh of the no, stuff you're going to... Oh, no, a successful gonna, Mexican family with a <laughs> successful ranch.
1: I think it's more the rest of the stuff you're going to hear about that okay. that the ranch has, a, has been known for in that area.
0: Okay. Is what really
1: scares them. Got but it. No, yeah, that's nothing really scary. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of blood, a lot of bad feelings. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's coming up. So, now during... His Well, we move on. They got the goddamn phone lines done. So during his exploration of the desert, John often noticed orange lights in the sky. They were moving too fast to be made by human. They seemed to be alive and doing things that lights should not be able to do. Mm -hmm. They could turn faster than any human craft or human being was capable of or capable of handling. There was a military base just over the mountain, and they often explained the lights away as they always do, Mm -hmm. as just flares from their drills. Always. This was not the case, though. As you can tell, the difference between a flare falling to the Earth and these lights zooming across the sky. Uh, He also mentioned, like, you'd see a light. It would be zooming, disappear, and then it'd pop up way over here. um, Like it went through a portal or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again,
1: Skinwalker Ranch, orange lights. Mm -hmm. This one, orange lights. Um, So at times... While he was out, he witnessed fighter jets chasing these lights, but the jets, they were no match. The lights could move faster, and they could turn at 90-degree angles in an instant. Jets couldn't keep up. He told his wife about the jets. About the jets. No, he didn't. (laughs) He told him about the lights. Sorry. There's this new team coming out of New York City I think you're really going to (laughs)
0: like.
1: I don't believe it. (laughs) He told his wife about the lights, and she didn't believe him, As she stated, are you sure that's what you saw in there? He said something that I wanted to write. Um, So this is his quote, because I thought it was a pretty interesting quote. Okay, It's a curious aspect of human beings, our nature and our behavior, that we disregard anything outside the normal human experience that we have not experienced ourselves. I suppose you can call that sane, but in another way, it sounds more like a limitation. If you haven't experienced a ghost... Or encountered Bigfoot for yourself, most people will remain skeptical of others that have.
0: Yes, yeah, so that's a very, very mm-hmm. good point. That's why I, I've uh, thought about. I, I haven't uh, put it into words like that, mm-hmm. but I've thought about it was that. It's very in the past. elegant. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's very, it's very good. It's yeah that if if it's something that just isn't what we experience on the day to day basis, off. something that we mm-hmm. don't know as the norm to us. Yeah. Yeah, it's just nope. It can't be.
1: People are very closed-minded. I just, you know, I try to keep an open mind. Some things, like this whole story, when we get done with both parts, yeah, it's it's something, but it's like, if it's real, holy shit. Yeah. The Sometimes implications it could have.
0: Things may not be as they appear. Oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah. You. You. You good not you. Me. <laughs> Did well, you do the devil horns?
1: No, okay. I, you have a just going to send it. Yeah, just going <laughs> <wanna> to send it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, two to three months into living at Stardust Ranch, John became aware of a disquieting presence. This is something I think we're both going to find we've heard before and actually talked about before. Okay. It affected his mood, and at times he didn't understand what it was. While he was home alone, he was in a constant state of vigilance, especially when he was inside the house, when he left the house, it seemed to just go away, whether he was driving away or Mm -hmm. whatever, just the house had something, small inconveniences started to pop up too. He would go to use a tool and the electricity didn't work. Mm -hmm. There was no reason for this. Oh my gosh. There was no reason for this. And everything, including the electricity, the panel box and the breakers were in working condition. The problem would suddenly solve by itself. Um, that one you could speak more to. It could just be like a brownout or something. Like everything's working, but then it doesn't for a second.
0: There's many things. I, I don't
1: know. He can't. That's how he exp, How he explained is how I explained it is mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say.
0: He just may not be as uh, fluent in the electricity matter as I am.
1: <laughs> no, that's true. Many different but, things. But the thing is, but, is, it, is it could also
0: be. Paranormal. You no, know, no.
1: Another thing that started to happen, though, was that things started to just disappear. He would lay his keys, bills, or cell phone down on a table or the counter, and when he would return a short time later, they would be gone, just left. I went off script, and I totally lost where I was. That's all uh, It wouldn't be where he left it. Yep. They would then later reappear, reappear in <clears> the <throat> same exact spot that he left it <laughs> a short time later, um, all the spots that he already looked at. It's kind of like the... Um, uh, the 411 shit. Yep, they look for shit and then it pops up there, or kind of like
0: there. Skinwalker. Everything or things kept disappearing on them. Did oh, they? Fucking uh, that hole I digger.
1: <laughs> that's right. I forgot all about that. shit. They finally found, found the fucking, tree, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, The
0: goddamn <laughs> equipment in the tree.
1: I'm, I forgot about that. Yes, oh, that's similar to Skinwalker Ranch too. Then, yep, I think we talked about him. We did, I think so. You sure. Well, this would later escalate when the object reappeared out of thin air. From above him, hit him in the head, and rolled down the front onto the floor. Oh, shit. Strange indeed. <clears throat> that was years later, though. It progressed to that. It didn't just all of a sudden start happening. Yeah. So some of this stuff, I kind of, it kind of intertwines. Yeah, just
0: because it, yeah, as theme lines, st- I got you.
1: As he stated it, it was 20-something years of incidences. He's sorry if he doesn't know the exact timeline of everything. He's trying to remember it from memory. Damn, you just... Punch that mic. (laughs) Yeah, fuck that mic. (laughs) I like it. So he began to take a more scientific approach, and he started documenting documenting these events. He began to notice a small change in pressure in the room associated with the phenomena. A distinct change of pressure would be followed by the animals being agitated. It would soon go to the radio and... Not the pressure. We just went to a different spot. So anyways, this change of pressure in the room... Uh, we talked about it with David Huggins. We talked about it with um, uh, your fucking episode.
0: I've done a couple. Part about?
1: two, uh, after David Huggins. That Abducted by Aliens. Oh, Part two. that Help one.
0: That one. Um, I'm, I'm the Berkshire UFO. In. That guy, yeah.
1: <laughs> Motherfuckers. Yeah. All of them. Just a change in pressure before something yeah. happened. So it would soon go to the radio and TV as they would turn on by themselves at full volume. He didn't understand it fully yet, but years later, he would figure it out. We'll figure it out, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, electronics turning on without people touching it never has happened before. (laughs) John, now we're going to go to some... uh, Now, if you are sensitive to animal mutilations, please just bear with me. It's a short little spot. John had a love for Rottweilers. And, oh, there your closest ears. <laughs> I mean his headphones. John had a love for Rottweilers. And he had eight of them. Two pairs of four. Four pairs of two is what I am going to
0: say. <laughs> eight pairs of one. <laughs> 61
1: pairs of three. Um, he also had acquired 20 or so horses by going out to the desert and rescuing abandoned ones. Because apparently ranchers just would abandon their horses to the de- desert. Yeah. His love of animals... Was always the part of his life, and a big part of why he <laughs> wanted this ranch.
0: Feels like you're walking a line here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wanted to make sure I said everything right. He's Think- a good
0: guy, is what you're saying. <laughs> he, he is a
1: good guy. Things reached a fever pitch when he lost his favorite dog, oh, old Skippy. Gosh, <laughs> <N-A-R>. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh. Bye, Skippy. Anyways. They kept the dogs outside in the kennel, and he would spend time with them every day. One morning after Joyce left for work, John went out to the kennels. He noticed that one of the kennel doors had been open—the kennel door to his favorite dog. As he came closer, he noticed a disturbing sight.
0: (laughs) A long pause. A little too long
1: of a pause. Sorry. Uh,
0: Okay, look, I'm good with cow mutilation. Fuck them cows. You could fuck up a goat or any type of barn or an animal, really. Yeah. Don't give a fuck. Dogs are very near and dear to my heart. I know. How bad I is know. this?
1: Okay, ready for it? So as he got closer, you saw a very disturbing sight. His favorite Rottweiler. Dead. What was disturbing about the dog's death was the manner in which it had been killed. The dog was almost completely flattened. He says that it was about the thickness of a manhole cover. But... There was no innards, no blood, no gore at all scattered anywhere. Why was there no commotion from the other seven dogs as knowing that one of their own was being killed? Yeah. This was the first but not the last mutilation at the ranch. It would randomly happen throughout the years with no rhyme or reason to Evan the horses. Or even the horse. Ah, Evan, the horse. <laughs> we don't trust just that Evan.
0: motherfucker. I think we've narrowed down the suspect to a cartoon steamroller. Yes.
1: Well, that's what he said. He said it looked like a steamroller run over it, but there was no no guts or anything. There was Shit. no anything. It was just a flat carcass of skin and bones. Goodbye, Skippy. God. And the orbs. Well, he talked about Linda Moulton Howe. She did it. <laughs> <laughs> and her research with animal mutilations, as well as his presence, as well as the presence of orange orbs that accompanied them. Mm-hmm. Um but that was later in the book. I just kind of briefly touched it.
0: Not her, not that 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 crazy bitch, but <laughs> I just touched it. She knows some stuff.
1: <laughs> so he stomped around yelling. Pissed off! I want to do it. <laughs> that, his, that his favorite dog had been killed. I'd be pissed too. And that day,
0: he declared war
1: on the ranch.
0: That a fucking boy! <laughs> that's it! Enough of this shit! You get. That's re- my hope. You avenge my. your fucking puppy's death. That's
1: right. That's my homie right there. That's Come on, boy. that's my boy. <laughs> he was a good
0: boy. He was my boy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now I got a taxidermy.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, people do that. Yeah, that it's is really weird. strange. That is
1: really weird. I feel. Yeah. But hey, teach their own, right? When when I die, help someone tax raise me. <laughs> oh, I
0: will. Oh, I will. <laughs> get you in the like. Get you in the like. <laughs> Suck at pose. Just, just, so just put me in closets and just <laughs> someone walks in. What the fuck? I'll take you out die. of parties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of my. This is a a really (laughs) lifelike cutout. You touch it. (laughs) (laughs) Not that. Skin feels real. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little leathery, though. Kind of pasty looking. But hey, you got to moisturize it all the time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So the next thing that started happening at the ranch, though, was markings on John and Joyce's body. In some cases, quite large markings, kind of like brands. Mm. This would occur at night while they slept. He says that to this day, their bodies looked like they had been through a horrible car crash. Years later, once they knew what they were dealing with, they became more bold. Uh huh. One time while John was sitting on the couch, he felt an intense heat on the back of his calf. He cried out in pain, and the back of his calf was branded. Nothing appeared in the room, just the smell of burnt flesh and smoke coming off his calf. No oh, shit. Things were just getting started, though, at the ranch.
0: Damn. Yeah. So there's actual, apart from, um, there there's, how do I put this? How oh, am I trying to say this? But mm-hmm. Apart from the sensation felt by the victim, there's f- physical, physical evidence that can be seen yeah. or smelled from well, others. That's pretty wild. That's a, not a new one, but he, that's a pretty credible.
1: He said that as as they began to, I don't want to say acknowledge it, but be more it's president of it. and all of that, yeah. it started to become more bold and more frequent. Stuff like this, got it. So, as I said, things were just getting started at the ranch. Yeah, so here we go. Things started to get more weird and crazy from here, baby. Ah, chainsaw
0: man, <laughs> <laughs> <It> just, <laughs> you got me.
1: <laughs> One Friday night, John and Joyce were going to have a date night. Oh, and we know she- where that goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Not the bedroom. As John was waiting patiently for Joyce to get ready, he was sitting on the couch watching some TV, intermittently waiting as one does for a woman trying to get ready, as he says his words on my TV. Yeah, sure, Uh, sure, sure. (laughs) We've all been there. (laughs) Finally, he heard Joyce from behind him say she was ready. She was in a beautiful red dress and all made up. He says. He's like, about fucking time. <laughs> and then, and then he goes on to say, after that, he goes, "I don't get why she was so dressed up for a Tex-Mex." <laughs> but, <laughs> I like this who, guy. But who am I to ju- or, uh, to change years of habit or whatever the hell, uh, whatever he said. But
0: sure, she wanted to feel pretty. <laughs> exactly.
1: Well, off they went to the Tex-Mex restaurant uh-huh. uh, in downtown Phoenix. After ordering an appetizer, joysticks, joist, sorry. Joyce excused herself, and she went to the little lady's room. While she was in the bathroom, John decided to turn on his cell phone as what's the point of having one if it's always turned off? Once he turned it on, he started getting notifications. Four missed calls and subsequent voicemails, all from their home phone number.
0: That's spooky.
1: Distraught because, you know, he's saying, okay, we're not at the ranch, so who's at the ranch and what's calling us? Yeah. So wondering what the fuck was going on now at the ranch and who was at the house, he was startled to find out that the messages were from Joyce. He called the home where he was berated by Joyce for a few minutes. Where are you? How could you leave the house without me? Are you that insensitive and rude that you couldn't even wait for me? If Joyce was at home, and waiting for him, then who the fuck was at the restaurant with him? Yeah. He told Joyce that there were factors involved that he couldn't explain right then, but that she should trust him. He said he would leave now and be home in 45 minutes and ended the call. Which Joyce do
0: you go with? Yeah, right? You're leaving one at the restaurant. Yeah. she going to be pissed if that's the real one. And yeah. you left one at home and she's already pissed. That's
1: fucking wild. Well, a few minutes later, Joyce appeared from the bathroom. Uh-oh. Whoever or whatever was sitting, where am I, sitting across from him was able to sense his knowledge that this was not Joyce. Uh-huh. Suddenly, its eyes went all black. Not just the pupils, not just the iris, but the whole entire eye.
0: Like the demons in Supernatural? Boom, got it. <laughs> yeah. yeah you,
1: you picked it up before I said it. Either that or he's watching too much Supernatural, but then again. Oh, the book was, Yeah. He's watching too much of it. He immediately got up without paying, walked out of the restaurant as quickly as he could, and drove back home. Fuck. That's the ultimate dine and dash. Yeah. Leave <laughs> so Demon Je- demon Joyce there just to pay she the bill. She can pay the bill. She's Bitch. got
0: this. She's got that demon money she's got. <laughs> Shit.
1: That would be fucked up, right? Well, once home, he did the only thing a reasonable husband could do. He told Joyce the truth. That this doppelganger... Phenomenon would repeat itself multiple times over the coming years to both Joyce and John, always convincing and always taking a short time for them to realize that was
0: not the other. Yeah, you know that when he got home, she did not believe that shit. And then the first time it happened to her, he's like, I Fucking told you. You see the fucking black- see. You see the black eyes? That wasn't me. They got him right. <laughs> told you.
1: Well, shit. I guess I was wrong. <laughs>
0: Apparently, Joyce is a old trucker, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Got uh, me. Got me. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Old trucker. Are you ready for this? I'm ready for this. This is great. This okay.
1: Is, this is one of my favorite parts of the book. So, after all of this, he began buying multiple guns and hiding pipes and bats around the house to use for protection because he was paranoid now.
0: He fucking home alone this shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: Behind the headboard of the bed, he kept a baseball bat as he didn't want to risk an accident with a knife or a gun, because that would be catastrophe. Very true. Very Understand true. that. That's smart. He became especially defensive about the bedroom, as they seemed to be that as they seemed to be being attacked while they slept. Mm-hmm. Well, one night he finally had an experience with one of these visitors. On this night, it wasn't a sound that brought him out of his sleep, but that of something touching him. That night, he was having trouble sleeping, as we do every once in a while. He was in and out of consciousness. Yeah. When a cold and clammy thing touched his wrist and then hit his forearm up to his elbow. He immediately jumped up, grabbed the baseball bat, and swang away, just like in signs.
0: (laughs) Knocked out Joyce. (laughs) Motherfucker. Just trying to initiate.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He hit something, and then he heard a loud well, I don't know if it was loud. I just added that. Then he heard a hissing sound. He described it as taking a knife and puncturing a soccer ball or football. Oh,
0: that's the, hiss- a good the hissing sound, yeah. yeah.
1: He turned on the lights and saw three gray aliens in his bedroom on the side of the bed. He described them as such.
0: <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> the, your, your face looked. I know. There's, I, <laughs> it was just I'm very excited.
1: They stood four feet tall, no genitalia, arms and legs were very thin. They were a, <laughs> they were a little thicker in the chest area, but their waist was uncommonly thin. They had large globe like heads with black bulbous eyes. He stated that the eyes were the most were what haunted him the most. They were like insect eyes, giant fly eyes. Oof.
0: And you can picture that in your head. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's good. Don't worry. Won't be the last time he runs into these motherfuckers. Good. At all. But last time in this uh, part, before he could swing again with the bat, the three aliens phased out and disappeared. It became clear him, It became clear to him that they were being abducted and the marks on their body were the results of these abductions. Yep. Question was, how do you get rid of them or even kill them? He hit one square in the head with a baseball bat, and all it did was fucking hiss.
0: Yeah. When I, they phased out, sorry, I did the wrong. I, this one, the one's doing the peace sign as they phase out, and the two in the back are just like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> middle finger. You mean the go, one that can hit the baseball go bat? Fuck yourself, dick. <laughs> oh, that one's fucked up. <laughs> that one's slumped over the shoulder of another <laughs> one. <laughs> Well, he you said, killed my buddy Carl.
1: <laughs> no, he said it didn't even phase him. Oh, and he's hit him with a baseball bat since then. You pissed that's, my buddy Carl off. <laughs> that's later in part two, but yes. Oh man, a lot of alien stuff in part two. You'll that'll be great. A lot of butt stuff. <laughs> a lot of a lot of probing. He used a big probe too. Oh, <laughs> the size of your head. <laughs> he feels we're back to the grays now. He feels that their modus operandi, operandi, was to stay hidden. By I've taken Latin since high school. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck that means. They're their common their personality. Cool. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? Okay. Was to stay hidden. That they, they were their uh purpose was to stay hidden. Yeah. That was the last
0: bit. He's excited. Okay. He
1: feels that they uh they're they're, they're they were trying to stay hidden. Yep. But once they were known, the visits the visits became more frequent. I think I had a stroke. Christ. It's okay. He, st- okay. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. he started to see them around the ranch more and more. Yeah. Night, day, evening, it didn't matter after he noticed them, that is. He started to shoot at them, but the same results happened as the bat. A hissing noise, and then they would phase out. He quickly gave up on the guns. <laughs> yeah. He quickly gave up on the guns yeah. as they obviously didn't, weren't doing anything and they were more dangerous to the people around
0: him. He just comes out with baseball bat every day. He's like, ah, let's knock some motherfuckers out today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't really swing it, but... It's <laughs> all good. Um, all right, that was the alien encounters. Let's move on. All right. As all of this was going on, he still needed to run his ranch. He got a referral for an accountant who was also the head of the Mormon church. On this first meeting... The Mormon taxman, as I call him from here on out, beautiful talked about what John needed, but uh, uh, John needed for his business. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when they got around to the address, the blood the blood ran out of the Mormon man or the Mormon taxman's face. He stated that the ranch had quite a reputation. He asked what was going on at the ranch, and John gave him a summary, uh, minus the gray alien part. He didn't tell him about that. Mm-hmm. After finishing with the tax stuff the mormon tax man asked john if he ever thought about an exorcism for the house great idea everyone around town knew <laughs> everyone around town knew about the history of the ranch yeah so it was no wonder why he would think the place was haunted because mm-hmm. they didn't know about the alien stuff they just heard about the other stuff yeah so uh they set a date for the exorcism for about a month later as the mormon tax man needed some time to prepare yeah he get he'd his get acolytes and all... <laughs> what and get his acolytes oh yeah, yeah a couple right. acolytes uh he was stating that um he was worried cuz he knows uh they always have a sales pitch is what he said ah. going into the tax thing and he's like if this works does this mean i have to sorry if this works does this mean i have to uh join the mormon church cuz i don't want to do that
0: <laughs> they just um, got to they, they got to get all this stuff together for the clam bake <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh a lot of women so wait what well and it is uh, lines with the mormons <laughs> exactly thank you you got it the day
1: came for the exorcism a total of three members of the mormon church exited a van they came in and got right down to business the tax man mormon tax man that is gave a string of beads to each member of the group and to himself to put around their neck and then he pulled out a bible did they have a bible I thought that was invisible. Ooh, pick
0: me. Yeah, you. Okay. All right, when I went on my little mini vacation there. Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to drink real quick. <clears throat> I opened up. I, I was exploring the hotel room with my wife and brother. I opened up the door, or the top drawer, and I said, what's always in the top drawer? Of A the Bible. Hotel? Yes. I said to them, that was incredible. Uh, <laughs> yeah! <laughs> you missed it. It's okay. You'll see it. I'll video. see it later. Um, I said to them, Because I was uh, was shocked and amazed myself. I opened up the drawer and I said, can you guys, I will give you guys three guesses to guess what the fuck is in this top drawer. Uh, Bible, check. Uh, There was a soap dish for like the hand soap that's over in the sink department. Weird. Uh, And then there was a Mormon Bible. Okay. Did you open it up? No, I didn't touch that shit. What did it call? What was it called? The Book of John? No, it said the Mormon Bible.
1: Oh, wow. Real that's, original how I, guys. that's how I knew it was the Mormon Bible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there was also invisible plates in there.
1: Invisible plates? Yep. 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 Uh, you don't believe enough to read them, do you?
0: I don't. I you should have I, stared I, at them. Yeah. Just... I, I, I see mean, them. I, I could have I, I I read them now. <laughs> <laughs> so insensitive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're if, tone deaf.
1: If we're insensitive, then <laughs> the last podcast and the whole episode on Mormon, whoo, don't.
0: Listen to that. Yeah, don't make fun of us, <laughs> says the Mormon church. <laughs> all right? Fuck them. The old Mormon poop hole loophole. You've heard of that, some bitch? Uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, I listened to the whole three part episode. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and they have a fucking poop hole loophole. No, they have a goddamn college named after one of the worst ones. Yes. Bring them. Okay, so they all faced each other, leaned their heads in like a football huddle.
0: And started just vigorously <laughs> beating it, and and I said they drew up some plays.
1: <laughs> Are you gonna go left? I'm gonna go right. We're
0: gonna, you're gonna toss me the Bible. <laughs> oh, uh, you circle around them, and then I'll distract them, and then you could tabletop them. <laughs> yeah.
1: but, and then we'll kidnap, put them in the van, and then we're gonna go back to the church. <laughs> hey, look, I got new husbands. <laughs> oh, uh, well, John couldn't hear what they were saying,
0: but definitely so, went like that.
1: They all, you know, they, commit, they, they settled on a play. They broke the huddle. Ready? And started walking around the house reciting prayers. Suddenly, a sound came out of the water pipes. It sounded like a moan. Uh-huh. They continued to walk through the house and recite their prayers.
0: No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the sound continued and seemed to, have, seemed to be following them. Oh! <laughs> Ooh. Then, once they reached the bedroom, the house fought back. They all became distressed, and one of the acolytes leaned over and started vomiting. The Mormon taxman <laughs> gave up his prairie praying—sorry, gave up his praying to tend to his acolyte. Acolyte, I told, whatever. I told you not to eat that fucking Tex Mex last night. I also told you to fucking go
0: left. You went right. That's on you. You stupid <laughs> idiot. Go back to the van. <laughs> you're done. You're done on <laughs> probation. If you can't handle this, I'll get somebody who fucking can. <laughs> now, man the fuck up. <laughs>
1: Well, the sound, the moaning sound grew louder and echoed through the house now. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very sexual, not scary at all. Uh, <laughs> uh, he, he, he described it as a, a deep moaning sound, guttural sound that was just not natural. <clears throat> um, no, i <laughs> 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 uh, uh, uh.
0: John, was that you? This is scary. <laughs> <laughs> Give got me some slack. We just had text oh, man. it smelled. <laughs> no wonder he threw up.
1: Uh, anyways, the sound grew louder and echoed throughout the house. Yep. The Mormon tax man gave the signal for the team to
0: leave the house. You were about to say the Mormon tabernacle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the one that vomited continued to vomit as he ran right to and into the van. Yeah. The Mormon taxman and his last remaining acolyte continued to recite their prayers, but quickly gave up on that shit <laughs> and turned tail and scurried as the noise from the house grew even louder. Great. Ah, uh, John and Joyce stood in the parking lot,
0: dumbfounded. Yeah.
1: They John be- turned to Joyce and said, "You think that was aliens?" Joyce replied.
0: <laughs> Good. Well, all we got out of this was a uh, bunch of fucking Mormon vomit all over our house, and they fucking aren't even going to clean it up. So that's true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, they fucking throw up everywhere and in they the bedroom, bounced. motherfuckers. <laughs> they turned tail and scurried. All they wanted was a free showing of a house. <laughs> so we have a couple things here. Yep.
1: Uh, what do you think of that? That's definitely not a alien abduction stuff. That that is no, more
0: like poltergeist shit. That's poltergeist type shit.
1: So there's multiple things hitting this house now. You know how we talked about in uh, Skinwalk Ranch the ley lines and how they connect yep. and how yep. maybe the intersections of these create more of a energy, uh-huh. energy, and it, it it fuels stuff. Yeah, in terms of aliens and, and Bigfoot and paranormal. Yeah, maybe that's happening here. I didn't check that, but mm-hmm. I will check that. Um, <clears throat> and the reason why I paused when I said energy is because it just hit me that. Half of part fucking two was talking about energy. Mm -hmm. Anyways. Yeah. So that was the tale of the Mormon taxman. Beautiful. How much weirder could things
0: get? I don't know. Tell me.
1: Well, wait for it as we have one more doozy of a story here and then a whole nother episode to go for. Now, John, now sleeping less soundly because after the grave uh, alien visit, Started oh, to, what's it? I
0: would too. Yeah. It'd oh, be kind
1: me. of scary as hell if you asked me.
0: <laughs> oh, you, oh, bitch, what? <laughs> You're going to wake me up by hissing in my ear? That's not normal. Get the fuck out of here.
1: Oh, uh, you ready for this? <laughs> well, he started to notice that Joyce would sometimes be levitating during the night. Think Emityville horror-style horror levitation here.
0: Or Zool. <laughs> or Zool. Uh, in Ghostbusters. No, Dana, no, no, there was... She was levitating.
1: No, there was a... Uh, oh, well. I, there's, I a, there's a part I missed. That if you... um, Basically, the energy in the house... Early on, I yep. forgot to talk about it. It's okay. Energy of the house, if you would get angry or upset, which it kind of brought on for John. Yeah. And Joyce later on. Yep. That it would seem to kick up more energy. So the more negative and angry you'd get. And I was going to reference. Ghostbusters when, too? Yeah, them yelling at the, the ooze and it bubbling up. And I forgot totally about to do that. But
0: yeah. Hey. I don't even know what I just said there. Hey, you did it now. and I it's did. In, you done it. Yeah. It's great. I forget stuff.
1: So, as I stated. We had an Amityville horror style levitation of the wife. Yes. She would be lying. She would be in the lying position. Uh, by the way, that's episode four and five and six. Nope, three, four, and five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he went cross eyed. Three, three, four, five. Three, uh, four, five. She'd be in the lying position, asleep, and John would try to wake her to get her back to the bed. And he would push down on her body, kind of like what. The other John did in Amityville. Uh huh. His name was John, right? Sure. I don't remember. Anyways, as time went on, she not only started levitating, or she only not, she. As time went on, she not only levitated, but she started to float towards the door. One time, down the hall, he described this pace at which she was moving as an old lady with a walker give you kind of an idea of how fast she was moving.
0: She could easily catch the fuck up to her. Yes. yeah, It's enough, enough that if she was blocking your way when you're trying to go through a doorway quickly, it would be a hindrance. Yes. It?
1: <laughs> Each time, John would grab her ankles to try and stop her from moving, and then he would try to wake her, which then he'd wake her, and she'd kind of settle down for the ground, not for the ground, to the ground, I read a text, I'm sorry, and it said four in there. All good.
0: (laughs) There you go. Get that shit up.
1: Grab her ankle. Then he would try to wake her. When she woke up, she'd kind of go down to the ground, sit up, walk back to bed. Never remember the incident in the morning. Mm -hmm. Always would. I think that was the same with the Amityville thing, too.
0: Hold on a sec. I got to go catch my wife again. <laughs> God damn it. Come here, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Get your ass off right here. Put a leash on you.
1: <laughs> At least she didn't grab her by the hair or pull her down to the bed like oh, he I did. I forgot about that. You yeah. did too. Motherfucker was... Back
0: back back <laughs> hey, where are you going?
1: <laughs> um, one night, John. she was floating down the hall and John was unable to wake her. He yeah. wasn't even able to stop her floating when he grabbed her ankles. She just kept going. She floated to the door out the door, down the hallway, and straight through the side wall. Wait. (coughs) That's right. Through the fucking wall. All
0: right, questions, which you're going to answer. Go ahead.
1: Uh, John followed, just not through the wall. He went outside. When he got outside, he looked up and saw a large metal disc about 100 feet in diameter in the sky with what looked like a tractor beam of blue and white light coming Uh from it. John ran back into the house. He grabbed his AK47, Joyce, now moving underneath the center of the disc where the light was still coming from. If I can't have her, no one
0: will. <laughs> 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 That's it, sacrifice. <laughs> I didn't
1: even think about that. <laughs>
0: it's, it's over, bitch. Sorry. It was a great marriage. bye. <laughs>
1: He aimed his gun at the craft. Thank God. And opened up a banana.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he opened up a banana first. Got to have a good snack to get yourself, you know, <laughs> ready to go for this fight.
1: Right. Got to have that potassium so he doesn't cramp up well. <laughs> He aimed the gun at the craft, and he opened up a banana clip
0: ah, at the craft. Got it.
1: Whatever the fuck he did, it worked. The light disappeared, and Joyce was dropped back to the ground. It never said if she was gently dropped or if that bitch just went, (laughs) "wow." Anyways, either way, this time she woke up and fully remembered what just happened.
0: Yeah, when, uh, I'm sorry, uh, rewinding, did, when she went through the the wall, did she, like, smash through it or did she phase through it? Phase through it. Thank fuck. You don't have to do a bunch of drywall repairs and shit.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, I'm sure that's what you're worried about. Fucking... Your wife's hat just went through <laughs> a goddamn window. Yeah. Or a wall. Well, probably the window, too. But that that talks about a lot of other accounts of, of people phasing through a wall when they're being abducted. Yep. As well as aliens or crafts phasing through the wall to visit them.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. That's it's awful. very interesting.
1: Well, with that, we will continue our story next week for part two. Aww. What else happened to John and Joyce? Will they find their answer to their gray alien issue with the acquisition of a samurai sword?
0: Is that fucking (laughs) awesome?
1: Or does help come to deal with the issue of these rogue grays?
0: Uh, Is it Nandor Fodor?
1: Or is it both? Well, maybe. But on that bombshell, Lennon. I'm going to present you with the outro.
0: I'm going to accept your presentation (laughs) and do you one better and present to you reading it, ladies, and gentlemen. Squatches (laughs) and pizzazz. Thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode. If you'd like to reach us and let us know your thoughts and opinions, opinions, (laughs) I haven't done any (laughs) talking. You can do so by finding us on Instagram, Reddit, Facebook, and on our YouTube channel. Hit the subscribe subscribe button for auto-downloads. He's drunk, ladies. I am not... I'm not as drunk as you think I am. Hit the subscribe button for auto downloads to listen first thing every Monday morning because now you got to hear about this fucking awesome samurai sword, which I'm excited about.
1: And the hybrid fucking alien that comes to help them with the rogue grays. Oh, he's a fucking superhero. Oh, Oh,
0: this is so.
1: (laughs) That's not quite what I meant, but sure. So good.
0: (laughs) This is so good. There's a galactic balance, all right? We got to fucking figure this out. Now I got to (laughs) wait. Like you guys, usually I could hear it. Thank you all. To all. Thank you all. Thank you, everyone. Just thanks, everyone. And thank you specifically to all of our Patreon members to help keep this podcast a reality. We are grateful for your continued support. If you haven't yet become a Patreon member and would like to support us, head over to our Patreon to check out all of the tiers. And uh, (laughs) you were stumbling there, right? To uh, check out uh,
1: all the tiers.
0: I couldn't think of the word benefits. (laughs) Benefits, there you go. Check out all the benefits. With friends. And if you'd like to uh, support us physically, you can check out... (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Who's supporting us physically? Uh, Well, you could lift both of us. Somebody could. Someone could do it. Probably. We're not that heavy anymore. No, we're not. (laughs) Support us. (laughs) (laughs) Lift us up. Oh, if you're feeling classy, check out our merch selection on our website to visually show your support to your friends and family. Yeah. And physically show your support. <laughs> all of it. Pick us up. Drop us a five star rating and write us a review. Tell us what you love and how you're enjoying the show. Share us on your socials and tell your crypto loving friends and family about us. <laughs> Subscribe, hit the bell, and like the videos on YouTube. Bing. This all helps us to grow and bring you even more great content for you to enjoy. Yeah. Join us next Monday for our next incredible episode. You may write us, rate us, review us. But remember to always stay curious. Be vigilant, and don't touch my Sasquatch. <laughs> don't do
1: it. He's stealing John's keys, cars, and
0: automobiles. Uh, and women. Oh, Just one. Doppelganger. Just one. <laughs> oh, peace. See ya. Love ya. I do. I do. <laughs> I, I do. <laughs> Full fuck audio. Full fuck audio? Fuck fuck audio. Oh, for fuck's sake.
1: Ground control to Major Lennon. We're ready for takeoff. Woo! I'm going squatching. Wow! (laughs) That was vicious. (laughs) Vicious time there. That was a hell of a hiccup. No, Brock. That includes you, too. None of that ever comes on over the audio, so it just looks like I'm talking to nobody. (laughs) It is has that. It's like... Oh, there we am. <laughs> yeah, I am. I couldn't make like f- it. I couldn't figure out where the fuck I was. Or, she only. Not, she would, blah, 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 blah. How much weirder can things get? Really? Fucking. Okay.
0: Absolutely crushed it. What is Good. that? Looks like a fucking turd shit. Oh, I've had these. Have you ever had these? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <clears throat> I like them, but so you know how dry they are. I enforce. <laughs> this isn't dry. Oh.
1: Or at least the bison hasn't been. Uh. I don't eat the venison. I do like venison, but I don't eat it because
0: it's uh, very peppery. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, mm-hmm. you said you like venison, and mm-hmm. I know I talked about it, Love it last year. My buddy at work, <sighs> if he gets an extra deer, do you want to split it with me?
1: How fucking yeah. Okay. All right, cool. That's not even a question. Right. Yes. Sounds good. I remember those fucking deer steaks, or venison steaks he got you that were... Oh,
0: did I give those to you or did I make no, them? No, no,
1: you made them for us here. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, dinner yeah. or lunch or whatever the hell you oh, did. Yeah, that
0: was good. Either way, holy shit, that was so good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're still going on everything. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> great outtake stuff.
1: Uh, three, two, funny.
0: <sighs> stuff! I can't wait for part two now.